Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into A Life on Our Planet, an intimate and powerful memoir by the esteemed broadcaster and naturalist David Attenborough. With his 94 years of wisdom, Attenborough reflects on the extraordinary diversity of the natural world he has witnessed, and he offers a stark vision of the future should we continue to disregard the health of our planet. In this work, Attenborough shares personal observations from his extensive travels and career, which has spanned over six decades. His experiences showcase Earth's beauty and diversity, but also the grim consequences of human activity on ecosystems. The book serves as a companion to the critically acclaimed Netflix documentary of the same name, amplifying Attenborough's impassioned call to action. David Attenborough's expansive career, during which he has introduced countless species to an international audience, makes him a trusted voice in the conversation on climate change and biodiversity loss. Fans of profound nature television, individuals concerned about the escalating crisis of global warming, and those eager to act to safeguard our planet will find A Life on Our Planet, an essential and enlightening read. Attenborough's insights remind us that there is still time to make a positive difference for future generations, but that time is rapidly running out. Join us as we explore the journey of a man who has devoted his life to celebrating and protecting the wonders of Earth and learn what each of us can do to help preserve it. A Life on Our Planet my witness statement and a vision for the future. Introduction. Discover the fragile balance of Earth and our role in its future. Picture a serene evening in April 1986, followed by an earth-shattering blast at Chernobyl that changed the course of history. The skies above Europe darkened with a toxic veil, marking one of humanity's most devastating environmental tragedies. The Chernobyl disaster unleashed a poison that infiltrated the earth, tainted crops, and led to an untold number of lives cut short. But this calamity is just a precursor to an even greater ongoing crisis, one not marked by a single explosion, but by a steady, dangerous erosion of the planet's vitality. Our planet is faltering under the weight of human indifference and exploitation, a world where the splendor of biodiversity is slipping through our fingers like so many grains of sand. From the majestic whales of the oceans to the tiniest insects that fertilize our crops, every thread of life is vital to the complex tapestry that sustains our world. Yet each of these threads is being pulled, frayed, and sometimes severed by our collective actions. It is true that we inherited this path from the generations before us and they from theirs, stretching back to a time of innocence regarding our impact on the world. Our forebears built the foundations of modern civilization without the knowledge of the ecological price tag attached to it. But the curtain has been lifted for us. We can see the consequences. And with understanding comes responsibility. We stand at a pivotal juncture where the dawning realization of our impact meets the dwindling time frame to rectify it. The glimmer of hope rests in our hands, and indeed, time is of the essence. There lingers in the waning hours of opportunity a chance to rewrite our story from one of destruction to one of restoration and hope. Within this narrative, you'll uncover the power of whale songs and their impact on the global movement 
to protect marine life, a potential future, what our world might become by the year 2100 if we remain on the current trajectory, how transitioning from our addiction to fossil fuels to a commitment to renewable energy might just be the saving grace of our beleaguered Earth. Part 1. David Attenborough's Journey from Awe to Alarm for Our Planet's Future Imagine a little boy, eyes wide with wonder, cycling through the rolling green hills of Leicester, his pockets filled with ancient treasures. David Attenborough, that young explorer at heart, was captivated by the spiral fossils of ammonites, eternal symbols of Earth's majestic past. These relics told a story of a natural world that thrived, suffered, and evolved long before humans walked the Earth. They were survivors of past mass extinctions, catastrophic events that reshaped the planet and eliminated dominant life forms, like the majestic dinosaurs that once roamed freely for millions of years. Through this lens of time, this little boy grew into a man whose life's work became a testament to his enduring love for the natural world. But over the years, a shadow fell across that love, a realization that the very wonders that enthralled him were in jeopardy. Here's the crux of it. As Attenborough grew older, his enchantment with nature's beauty evolved into a deep sense of concern, a realization that he was bearing witness to signs of distress in the environment. The story of human progress is fascinating. Some 10,000 years ago, our ancestors in the Middle East began to sow the seeds of agriculture, rearing animals and farming grains. This was the birth of civilization, the moment when cultures could flourish because some individuals could trade their skills instead of toiling for daily sustenance. But the flourishing of mankind hinged on one critical factor, the unwavering stability of the world around us. As Attenborough's career blossomed, from the fresh-faced presenter to the influential executive at the BBC, he began to see an unsettling picture unfold. His voyages across the globe, which stemmed from his passion for showcasing Earth's biotic splendor, revealed a troubling pattern of diminishing habitats and vanishing species. Perhaps no experience struck deeper than his time among the mountain gorillas in Rwanda in 1978. There, amid the tranquility of their world, he had an encounter that would forever alter his perspective. A curious and gentle giant, a female gorilla, reached out to interact with him intimately, a playful exchange that underscored their poignant humanity. But this breathtaking moment was layered with an undertone of tragedy as Attenborough learned of the community's plight. Less than 300 of these kindred beings remained, their homes being chipped away by the encroachment of agriculture, their lives threatened by the greed of poachers. It was this moment that galvanized Attenborough's realization. The irreplaceable treasures of Earth, much like the Ammonites of his youth, were at risk of becoming frozen in time, lost to the aftermath of human progress. This epiphany was not just a singular event, but the beginning of a clarion call for attention and action, as the spectacles he'd so lovingly shared with the world faced an uncertain future. Part 2. From Concern to Alarm. Attenborough's Wake-Up Call to the World. As David Attenborough's voice resonated through television sets across the globe, his series Life on Earth 
became a window for half a billion people into the expanse of our planet's natural history. His adventures spanned continents and climates, capturing the essence of more than 200 animal species. The 1970s marked not just a boom in his career, but a deepening relationship with Earth's flora and fauna. Yet with this incredible journey came an unnerving realization of the scale of humanity's impact on nature. Here's the essence of the matter. As David Attenborough roamed the earth, his concern for its living wonders escalated into something more urgent, a sense of alarm. One particular revelation struck a chord, the fate of the blue whales. These leviathans of the deep, the largest creatures on earth, symbolize the health of our oceans. Yet, the relentless pursuit by humans had decimated nearly three million marine mammals by the 20th century, pushing the majestic blue whale to the precipice of extinction. And it wasn't an isolated case. Wherever Attenborough's travels took him, the ominous shadow of environmental degradation and loss of natural habitats was never far behind. Consider the rainforests, cradles of biodiversity that house more than half of our land-based species in their nurturing embrace. The rate at which these green havens were being demolished was jaw-dropping. Attenborough's visit to Southeast Asia in 1989 painted a grim picture as swathes of rainforest, an area the size of Colombia, were bulldozed for palm oil production. Fast forward to today, and the stark reality hits. We have erased half of the world's rainforests from the map, but the poles tell their own chilling story. Filming Frozen Planet in 2011, Attenborough stepped on polar lands that were feeling the heat of a warming world, a degree Celsius higher than at the time of his birth, an unprecedented shift in 10,000 years. The ensuing longer summers are a harbinger of dire implications for Earth. Our oceans, too, are bearing the brunt of our fossil-fueled follies, the release of prehistoric carbon dioxide through burning coal and gas has made the seas more acidic and warmer, leading to an alarming collapse of coral reefs, once vibrant bastions of underwater life. Yet, hope flickers through the gloom. Attenborough and his team captured the haunting song of whales in Life on Earth, a melody that echoed into the hearts of the public and powered a movement that saw the banning of commercial whaling. The whales are singing again, their numbers slowly rebounding. But Attenborough's message is stark. These shimmering threads of success are but a few in the tapestry of Earth's life that is unwinding rapidly. The time to act is slipping away, and without decisive and immediate steps, the damage to our home might edge past the point of no return. Part 3. Our future hangs in the balance. The dire consequences of inaction. As David Attenborough reflects on his long and storied life, his perspective is grounded in a blend of wisdom and urgency. At the ripe age of 94, he has walked through epochs of human triumph and borne witness to times that have defined the modern world. Born in the wake of the Second World War, his formative years in the 1950s coincided with an era buoyed by hope and human ingenuity. Yet, Beneath this veneer of endless possibility, a different narrative was taking root, one that signals a warning for our shared home, Earth. Here lies an uncomfortable truth. 
If we remain idle, our existence on this planet will face unprecedented challenges. The 1950s, dubbed the Great Acceleration, marked a period of explosive growth across all facets of life. Population booms, skyrocketing carbon emissions, and rampant exploitation of marine resources. In this unchecked sprint, the finite resilience of Earth was overlooked. Biology teaches a harsh lesson. Exhaust the resources, and a sharp decline inevitably follows. Looking ahead, the next 90 years could bear witness to the grim reality of the Great Decline. The decade of the 2030 as swiftly approaching may see the collapse of the Amazon rainforest. Its reduction to a fragment of its former expanse threatens to strangle its capacity to nourish the rain clouds, leading to vast consequences. Catastrophic loss of biodiversity, wildly erratic weather patterns across South America, and a rapid acceleration of global warming as carbon-capturing giants fall. Advancing to the Arctic, the next decades cast a shadow over the icy sanctuary. Ice, the reflective shield of Earth, once protected us by casting solar radiation back into space. But an ice-free summer looms, poised to dismantle this natural defense. The 2040s herald a time when the thawing Arctic permafrost would unleash not just water, but vast amounts of carbon gas trapped for eons. This would set off a carbon cascade that could spiral beyond our control. As we voyage further into the future, the 2050s predict a grim fate for our oceans, with acidified waters robbing them of 90% of their coral reefs. The fisheries that depend on them may collapse, leaving a void where once there was abundance. Moving on to land, by the 2080s, our soils may be starved, and the insects that play a critical role in pollination could all but disappear. Food scarcity could become the norm rather than the exception. The 2100s paint a dystopian landscape where rising sea levels swamp our cities and sweltering heat becomes commonplace, a foreboding echo of today's Sahara. Mass migrations, born of necessity, might define the human condition. Yet this is a future not set in stone. It's a path that can be altered, a destiny we can still reshape. The question looms large, what steps can we take to avert this descent? The clock ticks, and our decisions today will etch the world of tomorrow. Part 4. Greater Equality. A Catalyst for Sustainable Population Growth. Gazing into the future, we're confronted with a potential reality that rattles the soul. A future marred by ecological collapse and human suffering. The stark truth is chilling. Remain on our present course and dire consequences await. The scientific community has laid out nine planetary lifelines, boundaries that keep Earth hospitable. Alarmingly, we've breached the safe zones for four of these lifelines. Yet, the shadows of this looming dystopia are pierced by rays of hope. With concerted, radical action, right now, we have a chance to halt the onslaught. Herein lies a transformative insight, Fostering equality can be the linchpin to stabilizing human population growth. Forecasts from the United Nations spell out a world brimming with 9.4 to 12.7 billion souls by the year 2100. In nature, every environment has a threshold, 
a carrying capacity that can sustain only a certain number of lives. Surpass this, and the cruel balance of existence is restored through population decline. The human equivalent of this capacity remains a mystery, one that holds the potential for catastrophe should our numbers climb unchecked. The silver lining, however, is that progression along the development path naturally leads to a population plateau. A historical precedent is set by Japan, where population growth stabilized by the year 2000 after a period of rapid expansion. And this isn't an isolated occurrence. The global rate of population growth has been on the decline since 1962. The peak human population is on the horizon, and for the well-being of our planet, it's imperative that it arrive sooner and at a lower number. Encouragingly, there are levers we can pull to hasten this peak. Chief among them is the empowerment of women. Across the globe, we've observed that when women have more autonomy and choice, they opt for smaller families. Education, too, plays an integral role. By nurturing minds, we not only unlock potential but also change demographics. Projections show that a robust investment in global education could result in reaching our population peak half a century earlier, translating to around 2 billion fewer people. Such a demographic shift could significantly ease the pressures on our precious ecosystems. Nonetheless, even with a stabilized population, the challenges are immense. Simply put, halting the swell of human numbers is just one part of a larger blueprint for planetary rescue. Part 5. Nurturing Nature's Comeback. The Vital Steps to Rewild Our World. As our biodiversity dwindles, so too does the stability of our world, a stark reality that has become apparent over recent decades. Biodiversity doesn't just add color and life to our planet. It's the cornerstone of the air we breathe, the food we consume, and the climate we depend on. To reverse the tide of ecological decline, we must set the stage for nature's grand return. The concept of rewilding isn't a romantic ideal, it's a crucial strategy for planetary health. Take our oceans, vast expanses teeming with life, yet now gasping for breath under the strain of human activity. The high seas owned by no one and exploited by many suffer from practices such as trawling that devastate marine habitats and deplete fish stocks. The bold yet necessary course of action is clear. Transform the entirety of international waters into no-fish zones. Such a measure would be a lifeline to marine wilderness, replenishing coastal regions with an abundance of fish, like a wellspring of life overflowing. Here's an uplifting reality. Embracing rewilding is our ticket to capturing carbon, enhancing biodiversity, and ensuring food security. But this is only the crest of the wave. Our coastal waters, brimming with nutrients, are biodiversity hotspots in their own right. To safeguard these precious ecosystems, we should forge a global network of coastal, no-fish zones. The tale of Cabo Pulmo in Mexico serves as a beacon of hope. A coastal area once depleted by overfishing, now a thriving marine haven thanks to a community-led initiative establishing a no-fishing reserve. Post-revival, life beneath the waves surged by more than 400%. Sharks, the sentinels of the ocean, returned after a long absence. 
the community's arduous journey transformed despair into abundance, with sustainable fishing practices and ecotourism businesses bringing prosperity once again to the area. As for terra firma, wildland's value is often overshadowed by the perceived monetary worth of developed property. The need to redefine this value is pressing. If land's worth were gauged by its biodiversity rather than its cultivation potential, deforestation would grind to a halt. This shift in valuation is not just a step, but a leap toward ecological restoration. However, even with the seas and lands brimming with life once more, our work is far from complete. The next chapter will unveil how we can harness the power of clean energy and transform our agricultural practices, essential moves in the quest to foster a harmonious coexistence with our planet. Part 6. Clean Energy. The Key to Unlocking a Sustainable Future. The ecological crossroads we face is not an invitation to retreat into the past, but a challenge to redefine our relationship with nature. We must mesh the rhythms of the natural world with the chance of innovation, for technology isn't an adversary of sustainability but an ally. At the forefront of this alliance is the imperative transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy. This leap holds the promise of altering our environmental trajectory, setting us on a path towards healing the planet. Here's the heart of the matter. Transitioning to renewable energy is the single most critical step we can take towards a sustainable world. Nations like Albania, Iceland and Paraguay are already illuminating the path forward, having achieved the momentous feat of eliminating fossil fuels from their energy matrix. What is required now is not a question of capability, but one of collective determination. As we reflect on the journey of human progress, we find it intertwined with fossil fuels, the precursors of the carbon age. For decades, we have been liberating ancient carbon reserves at an alarming rate, leading us to the precipice of the most pressing challenge humanity has ever faced. Within a narrow window of less than a decade, we must pivot to clean energy, a formidable mission to combat the Earth's temperature rise that teeters dangerously close to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Efforts are underway, with significant advances in technology positioning us closer to a cleaner future. But innovation alone can't dislodge the entrenched power of the oil and gas sectors that are woven into the very fabric of governments and corporations. To disentangle ourselves from this dependency, widespread consensus points to a carbon tax as a potent tool, one that would hold carbon emitters financially accountable. Sweden's introduction of such a tax in the 1990s serves as a compelling case study demonstrating the feasibility of a decarbonized economy. Additionally, emerging carbon capture technologies present a gleam of optimism, offering a mechanical hand to what plants have been doing naturally for eons. The ultimate technology for capturing carbon lies in the rewilding of Earth, harnessing the timeless power of vegetation to extract carbon from our atmosphere. In this crucial venture, investments must flow towards the roots of our ecological systems. It is within the embrace of plants, trees, and thriving natural ecosystems that the keys to our collective survival lie. If we are to ensure a future for ourselves on this planet, championing clean energy and greening our world is not merely an option, but an undeniable imperative. Final Summary
The legacy of humanity's footprint is etched deeply into the fabric of our planet, a tale of awe-inspiring progress shadowed by ecological neglect. We stand on the brink, with a future of environmental calamity looming large, a consequence of rampant deforestation, soaring carbon emissions, and vanishing biodiversity. But this future is not yet written in stone. The narrative can change, and it must, through urgent collective action. If we are to chart a course away from destruction and towards rejuvenation, three pivotal changes beckon. First, the call to rewild the earth resonates with the urgency of now, reinstating the wild heart of nature where diversity can bloom, ecosystems can recover, and life can flourish. This is not simply a gesture of conservation. It is an essential act of ecological restoration. Second, we must break the chains of fossil fuel reliance that have held us in thrall for too long. The pivot towards renewable sources of energy is both a testament to human ingenuity and a necessary adaptation for survival. Finally, we must weave the fabric of biodiversity back into the world. Each species, each organism plays a part in the complex interplay of life, and their loss is a blow to the health and stability of our global environment. The moment to heed the call is upon us, with a clarion clamor that brooks no delay. The choices made today will echo through generations, shaping the world of our descendants. The path to a sustainable future is arduous, fraught with challenge, yet it is the only path that ensures a planet brimming with life, diversity, and possibility. As stewards of this earth, we are the architects of what comes next. The time for decisive action is now. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.